You're listening to the Paranormal Peeps on the Darkcast Network. Come to the dark side of indie podcasts with the Darkcast Network. We have cookies. Between the realm of the dead and the journeys of the living, join Josh, Jamie, and Elisa as they delve into the vast world of the paranormal and breathe life back into the history of the departed. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Paranormal Peeps podcast. I'm Elisa. I'm Jamie. And I'm Josh. And we have got a wonderful set of Christmas ghost stories. To short tell. stories. But yeah, they're short stories, but that's okay. Yeah. People like short stories. It keeps their attention span. Exactly. It's good, for, they're all, short. It's good for all of us who have ADHD. What? <laughs> okay, so I want to start off just by reading this little thing. It says, traditionally, Christmas in England was a time for scaring the crap out of little children by telling ghost stories around the fire. Charles Dickens, as we all know, led the way uh, with his famous ghost story, A Christmas Carol. But what about the real ghosts uh, that are said to haunt the land at Christmas time? And why don't we do this now? I don't know. And I'd maybe really some people love, do. I'd really love to scare the crap out of my kids. Like, right? It just would be fun. <laughs> You're such a good mother. I know. <laughs> They're boys. But the thing is, they the, love it. They love it. They love it. The thing is, though, now, like, because they would just sit around and tell stories around the fire. Yeah. Like, they didn't have TV where they can watch Saw and all these horror movies and get desensitized to all of it. Because you tell the ghost stories now and they're like, so boring. Well, <laughs> that was supposed to be scary. <laughs> well, if we showed them images of what we've seen growing up of like Krampus and, like, you know, like all the. Yeah. They're terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, it would be. And there's some movies, though, that I have to say, I'm like, how was I allowed to watch this? This is terrifying. I don't know if I want my kids to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> well, by today's standards, what we watched back in the day is really tame compared to things today. Yeah, movies that's true. And... All right. So the first one that I have is The Haunted Christmas Feast at Alcatraz. Oh, I've heard this. Have you? Yes. I have not, so this is cool. Okay. The island of Al- Alcatraz off the coast of San Francisco has a long and spooky history. In its earlier days, Native Americans allegedly used the to banish miscreants into the, uh, to the island as a punishment, where they were reportedly plagued by the local spirits. And Alcatraz, of course, became a notorious fe- uh, federal prison in 1934, housing crim- criminals such as Al Capone, of course, we all knew that, <laughs> uh, before being shut down in 1963. So today, uh, visitors to the island report hearing screams, the clanging of metal doors, and the sound of voices within its walls. So one of the more famous tales associated with the island uh, occurred in the 1940s when Warden James Johnston held a Christmas Day party at his re- residence for the staff at the prison. So the good Cheer is said to have been uh, brought to a swift halt when an apparition sporting mutton chops and and a gray suit appeared. The temperature in the room plummeted and the fire blew out. Um, So all this happened before it returned to normal when the spirit disappeared about a minute later. Actually, a minute is a good while. That's a long long time to see a spirit. It's usually just like a second. Well, honestly, they probably felt like it was a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it probably was maybe like well, 10 yeah, seconds. Well, yeah, because you can't believe what you're seeing, you know? And time goes slow when you're yes. shocked like that. 
the rattle guards were too scared to stay in the residence and the rest of the Christmas celebration ended abruptly. Well, can you imagine wow. that, like having the fire go out, go out like that? Being, yeah, just going out the room. It's one thing dropping. if you have a candle. It's yeah. another but thing a whole if you fire? have a Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That is kind of crazy. That would be a lot. That would take a lot. So then another one I have is called The Ghostly Queen Returning Home at Hever Castle. So Anne Boylan is notorious as the second of King Henry VIII's ill-fated wives. To marry Anne, Henry uh, spent years seeking a divorce from his first wife, Catherine, and went on to sever England's relationship with the Catholic Church in Rome, forever changing the course of British history. So despite the legends, he went to ensnare her. Henry soon grew tired of Anne and choosing to believe the idle gossip surrounding her had her beheaded in 1536. So a number of reports exist of the ghost of Anne, but perhaps the most um, affecting is the version said to haunt her childhood home, Hever Castle in Kent. Some say that every Christmas Eve, the specter figure of Anne can be seen slowly gliding across the bridge over the river Eden toward her family home where she was at her happiest. Every Christmas Eve? Mm-hmm. That's what it says. I guess we're going to England, guys. That's where all the good stuff is. Right? People think you're going to be waiting out for Santa Claus on Christmas Eve? Nope. <laughs> waiting for the ghosts. We're, we're waiting out for the ghosts. <laughs> we're waiting for the spirits, man. And so then the last one I have is the Headless Horseman at Ruse Hall. Ruse Hall in Suffolk lays claim to being one of the most haunted houses in England. The 16th century hall has a number of sinister connections, including a gruesome hanging tree, which is an oak tree planted at the site of the old gibbet where numerous criminals were hung. To make things even spookier, inside one of the building's cupboards, the mark of the devil's cloven hoof is said to be imprinted. But perhaps the most dramatic haunting is supposed to happen every Christmas Eve, and legend has it that a headless horseman clatters down the driveway with his four black horses pulling a phantom coach and terrifying anyone who witnesses him. I want to see it. I want to see it. I know. It's things like this that I'm like, all right, tell me when and where. Right. <laughs> I'll be there. Well, I wonder, because right. when we did the Irish the Irish uh, tales or um, legends, we had the Dullahan, which was like the headless horseman. Mm-hmm. Scottish. Wasn't that Scottish? Irish. Was it Irish? Uh-huh. It was Irish. Okay. What I wonder, though, is is that what they're talking about here, too, is just a Dullahan but they call it the Headless Horseman. Could be. Yeah. I mean, there's a few in England with this same kind of story. The Along head. the same lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very similar to one another. <clears throat> I have one more. Sweet. Okay. So this is called The Mistletoe Bride at Bramshill Ooh, House. This one's fun. So in the early 17th century, a young woman named Anne was to be married on Christmas Day at Bramshill House in Hampshire, England. After the ceremony and feast... As was tradition at the time, all guests were all set to carry the bride to the bedchamber. Anne suggested a game uh, uh, be played and asked for a five-minute head start before the guests came to find her. Everyone searched long and hard for Anne, but no sign of her could ever be found. At first, they thought she had played a merry trick, but soon a sense of unease fell over the guests. The bridegroom, Lord Lovell, was distraught and... Guests began to whisper that she must have fled. Days, weeks, months, and even years passed, and Lord 
Lovell never stopped looking for his bride. One day, some 50 years after her disappearance, he was up in the huge attic of the sprawling mansion where he began tapping on the oak paneling. As he knocked, a long hidden secret door sprung open and inside he found an ornate wooden chest. He pried open the heavy wood lid and there, still in her wedding dress and clutching her mistletoe bouquet, were the skeletal remains of his beloved. The scratch mark on the side of the lid of the chest attested to her desperate but futile effort to free herself from the hiding space. So it said that it was actually locked, that it had a lock on it. Yeah, this doesn't say it was locked, but but it says here, too, while the story appears in many variations, Bramshill House is thought to be the most likely site where this happened. Yeah. So they were like, he was ready to whisk her up to bed. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, let's play hide and seek. And so, oh, this, the tales and stuff that would ensue. Yeah. Oh, I can imagine. But pretty cool, though. Yeah. But 50 years. 50 mm-hmm. years. So think about it. Like, you'd be almost 70, 80. Well, and he never remarried. Oh, that's I mean, a that's, shame, too. That's horrible. Like, it's like, oh, here's a little secret door. And in it a chest. In it a chest. And, well, and that tells you, like, why he didn't even smell it. Because when I had heard this story, I was like, well, why didn't he smell it? Because that right. smells terrible. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The smell of death. But if she's tucked away. Up in an attic. Away. Behind a door. In a behind, locked chest. Behind oak paneling in a locked chest. I'm, and I'm, I bet you the chest is cedar or something oh, like that. Probably, oh, probably. Yeah. More than likely, yeah. So, and this is the... The lesson here is don't crawl into tiny little spaces because you have a good chance of suffocating to death. Yeah. I mean, was it, I don't know if chests back then, like when they were, the lid was shut, would they automatically lock? I doubt it because then how would she have gotten in there unless it was already open? There was, so I've read a few of that same story, a few different versions. Yeah. That one was the only one where it said it didn't have a lock on it. It didn't mention a lock. Yeah, this one doesn't. Yeah. Um, but all the other ones mentioned a lock. But yeah. like some of them would say like her slamming down the lid, mm-hmm. like letting it drop, um, hid the sound of a hiss and a lock. Mm. Oh. So I don't know. Crazy. I mean, maybe it wasn't a full lock, like a like padlock style. Maybe it was just a the the latch came down over mm-hmm. the top that of it. Very well could and be. now you can't lift it up because no, you don't have any no. room, and that's it. And you help, you got to imagine in a small chest like that, you probably got what five minutes of air, six minutes well, of air, not back, much. Well, back then they made their chests pretty big. Well, not only that, but through the little keyhole, you would get air. Mm-hmm. I think she died of like high dehydration, starvation. Which means yeah. she was alive for a week. At least, yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? Nobody well, heard no. her screams. That'd be, that would yeah. be that's terrifying. I would I would much rather a six minute you lost air, you suffocated to death, you because you're just mm-hmm. gonna pass out and then you yep. die. Mm-hmm. That would be much more tolerable. Well, can you imagine the hope that you would have that somebody would find you and it never coming to fruition? Or nobody could hear your screams and hollering and banging on the chest? Because at some point your voice would get 
Horse. Horse, and you wouldn't be able to hear. Yeah. Wouldn't be able to yell. Oh, well, you wouldn't hear terrible. her scream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And does she appear, like, does she appear often inside the home, or we, we don't know? It doesn't even say. Jeez. Just, I think, I think the relation, you know, to the Christmas is she was married on Christmas Day. Yeah. So. That's yeah. still terrible. Married and then died. Same day. How horrible. Yeah, it's awful. Absolutely awful. Well, we hope all of your guys' Christmases are much better than this poor lady's. <laughs> yeah. And as always, stay ghosty, my peeps. Thank you for listening to the Paranormal Peeps Podcast. You can find us on social media at Twitter at CPR Paranormal, on Facebook at Paranormal Peeps Podcast, and Cold Spot Paranormal Research. And you can find us on Instagram at Cold Spot underscore Paranormal underscore Research.